Hi everyone, welcome back to What's Her Name Again podcast with Elpitha and Anya. Thanks so much for tuning in again for week three. Absolutely buzzing! How is it week three already though, Anya? Like, I feel like the start of lockdown, the first two weeks felt like five months and now the weeks are just flying in. I like, know. flying. And here, do you know I saw something like earlier on somebody posted being like doesn't Tiger King lockdown seem like a few months ago when the whole Tiger King phrase was going on (laughs) so mad it's so true it just I don't know it's like how long has it been no I think official lockdown was Um, the 23rd of March was it 23rd of March well yeah so I was in Bali from I had to come home early sure um in March which was like oh my god oh my god it was actually it feels like a lifetime ago. ago It feels like a lifetime ago. And what is it, nearly three months now, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Nearly three months. Crazy. I was actually thinking, like, the other day, just about going back to work and stuff when this is all over, and, like, I don't even know if I can remember what I done in work. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what what did I actually do? (laughs) Will I I be able to remember how to do it? (laughs) It's mental, because I've I've been working from home for, like, since since lockdown started. So mm-hmm. I have, and um, it just it just seems normal now. But I'm like, I probably won't actually get the opportunity to go back and work full time in the office because my placement's going to end in September. Oh, so, right, like, I okay. So like, I won't get to any of my intern friends that I met now. And oh strange. no, that's so shit. I know. Ah, um, but how have you found like working from home? Um, some days good, some days it's a melt. Like last week there I was um doing my uni work as well. So it was because I had um like third year placement stuff to do and it was just I was literally so stressed out having to like work and do that at the same time. And mm-hmm. it's um, a lot. It is oh, honestly. It was a melt, but now that it's all over now I can completely fully concentrate on sort of like putting my head in the game and, and working and sort of learning more for starting uni again in September. Oh here isn't it the most amazing feeling when you finally like hand in the last bit of coursework or your last like essay it's like the best feeling in the world i know well do you know what <laughs> the funny thing is like i still haven't handed it in <gasps> oh my god no, no it was why due, it was due on monday right and it's so, wednesday i know i know i have it all done i have it all done but work told us sort of on the monday that we weren't allowed to send it in without it being checked by legal department so it's still being right, checked okay. so i've got an extension until friday to get it done but Oh, but it's not your. It's not. Oh, your it's not our fault. Falling behind, all, but it's just like ah, right, okay. I've got it done, but it's not sent, so it's still there in the back of my mind. Oh God, that's the worst. But here, so so basically, your that bit of coursework that you're handing in is based on your internship. Yeah, the whole placement. We had to like do monthly logs for the whole year and a big report and a wee video and everything. So. Ah yeah. Uh, yes, I know you sent me that video. You're still not a hundred percent with the videos no, yet, are you? No, I can't <laughs> honestly. Like it's like fourteen takes before I like I even get my words into a proper sentence. It's so hard. I had to do a video um for one of my modules in uni, and I hated it. I it it literally took me. 20 times and it, I think it was only like a 30 second video really <laughs> it's just so nerve-wracking I yeah know. and I was like oh I couldn't even talk on it I, I hate know. I actually thought see when I see when we said that we were going to do this podcast I was like oh my god I'm gonna totally cringe at my voice but I think listening to your voice alone is 
it's so much easier than watching yourself on a video. I think like, so too. I, I don't cringe as much. Definitely not. It's because you can't see your stupid facial expressions and all. Yeah. Like, I like, make the weirdest... I don't even know what goes on through my head when I'm trying to take a video. And then, <laughs> did you see... Remember that video I made of, like, all my bloopers? And I just kept being raging at myself for getting everything wrong. Like, the eye rolls. That like, was... I was rolling my eyes into space. <laughs> oh my god that was the funniest thing ever like you were so frustrated at that but the bloopers were so much funnier probably than the video that you would have ever made and I still haven't even went back to making it yet because obviously we started this and it says like sure we can just talk about it on this there's no point in me doing it twice yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny so what topic are we diving into this week you can introduce it we are going to talk about relationships Yay! Do you know that thing you said last week that was shite? <laughs> <laughs> the most qualified people to be talking about relationships at uh, not. Please do not take our advice. This is just our experiences with things. And yeah, hopefully we have something in common. Yeah. And Elpitha, you are actually in a relationship at the minute. And I am I single. Am so it's nice to have sort of like different sort of viewpoints and a different sort of spectrum to where I think so yeah I think so I think so it's, we're still not any more qualified to talk about it but sure we'll, we'll give it a go anyway definitely definitely not qualified <laughs> like no please don't take anything I say no I know I know it's such a tough like when we said that we were gonna we were gonna talk about relationships I was like oh my god where do you even start like I, I think that the topic the th- the first thing that springs to mind with me when you talk about relationships is all the lessons I've learned mm-hmm. <laughs> like you immediately start thinking back to everything that happened that kind of changed you and yeah. changed you I think for the better because I better. think mm-hmm. 100% I think that you learn so much more about yourself being in a relationship and setting boundaries or you know I don't know going through stuff with another person makes you open your eyes so much to the type of person that you are as well I think yeah yeah definitely I think so too um it's, it's weird because see when see when I think you you said you think of lessons I do think of lessons as well but I always sort of like those lessons always come from something negative for me as well do you know what I mean really like, a lot of the time well obviously I don't the two relationships that I've been in have sort of like at the end of it have went into a negative steer that's probably where that comes from but the Mm -hmm. lessons you do learn from it are absolutely like have completely changed my viewpoint on so many things but the thing is whenever you're if you're in something with if you're in a relationship with someone you and it goes sour what you find is you hold on to all the things that you don't want Mm -hmm. in your next relationship Mm -hmm. and you kind of forget about the things that maybe you had with them that you do want but you carry that I think that's the first thing that you notice when you meet someone new if you've had a bad experience before is if you even if you see like a glimpse of that you're like no no no, that's not gonna work you know and you're very adamant with the kind of negative things Uh whereas sometimes you forget about the positive things that you get from it that you kind of hold on to I think you're you're more likely to focus on the negative if something's Mm -hmm. went wrong yeah I think as well like I tended to compare like when I was in my second relationship I tended to compare to my first one so like oh yeah the things that were happening in my first one that I wanted to happen in my second Mm -hmm. one like and obviously they're completely different people so you can't Mm -hmm. expect that to sort of be the case in that sense Mm -hmm. 
and it just kind of yeah. like that that for me made me sort of resent some things and is this in your like second relationship yeah like, right okay it was it was a short one like but um obviously like my first one I was um with him for like almost three years and we like did a lot together like we traveled together and sort of like things like obviously leaving the country and going traveling I always wanted to implement in sort of any relationship and he wasn't up for that Mm -hmm. and was so secure and that was making me think bad of like the relationship I wasn't giving it a chance sort of thing because Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that you had a you had something in your head that you thought it should be Mm -hmm. and if it deviated from that you kind of you were not really on board yeah I think that's normal and I think that I I would always say that when you're in a relationship with someone you should at least try your best and not let past experiences affect the way that you treat the other person you know you you find a lot of people are insecure about things that have happened to them before like in the past and that's not really your fault like you Mm -hmm. shouldn't really bring that into another relationship but it's very hard not to because those are the things that have kind of I think those are the things that form your core values for when you do go into that second relationship yeah, that's absolutely. It, it it completely affects it so although you you want to give you want to be open-minded and you want to give the other person a shot I think that you're a lot more likely to shut it down or to, to, to say no to things you know based on your experience yeah definitely definitely no I was just going to say that I was in a similar position my first relationship was quite long and we were quite young it was like three and a half years on and off and Mm -hmm. it was it was really it was a really good relationship like I would never have anything bad to say about it and I Mm -hmm. think that really set me up for what I was expecting afterwards which is a good thing because we didn't end on bad terms um and i wouldn't we would never say a, a bad thing about each other so that kind of having that as my first experience instead of something that was maybe toxic mm-hmm. was i was really fortunate for that you know so yeah. i you know kind of in the same position as you it was quite long the first one but yeah like my my first relationship i think really showed me what actual love was oh my god that sounds so fucking cheesy doesn't it that sounds so cheesy (gasps) oh my god get away from me (laughs) no but because it was my first one and i spent obviously we spent so long in it together that see now looking back that's the kind of love that i would be looking for now sort of thing like my second one absolutely not like that was toxic so Mm -hmm. it was that was like that was not that was not what anyone should experience in their lifetime of love but um Mm -hmm yeah no definitely but I was reading this thing the other day and it was like you have three loves in your life right so Mm -hmm. your first love is said to happen when you're young right Mm -hmm. your second one is said to be your hard love that teaches you the lessons about who you are and your third one is the one you don't see coming and I'm like number three fucking come at me baby where are you <laughs> you're you're pre number three I and I'm pre number, number three. three are you oh that's yeah, so I cute did not- I the the well, my current boyfriend it mm-hmm. was a completely out of the blue like weren't ex- weren't expecting it at all and it yeah. just kind of it was like such a quick thing mm-hmm. um you know from the day that we met till we kind of said right this is kind of serious it was mm-hmm. it was like almost instantaneous um so I 100% agree with those three ones first love your young love I think is 
probably all about learning stuff yeah. like and you know just being young together and mm-hmm. kind of having that you know flirty thing and being scundered and doing all this shite together and mm-hmm. and then the second one the hard one is oh god the hard one's the tough one <laughs> so bad because you have all these expectations from your first uh-huh, relationship uh-huh. if you've been lucky enough to have a first relationship that you you know you've been settled in and mm-hmm. you've it's been really it's been really nice you know the second one when it hits and it's shit and oh it's like oh it's terrible yeah terrible I, yeah no i absolutely agree like i um my 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 second one was a weird one actually do you know what so both of my ones have been a weird one, right? So remember last week we were talking about dating and I was like, so like I obviously haven't been out on that sort of many dates and we were talking about me being a bunny mm-hmm. boiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But see my first two relationships, like I am not joking you when I say that like my first one, we met in Ibiza and um, mm-hmm. like the first night I met him, like that was it. Like I, I moved into his apartment like two weeks later and that was us <laughs> for the next three years. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then the second one was the same as well. (laughs) It's just the way it's happened. I know, like I can't, I haven't been in that kind of relationship where it's like you you meet someone and you text back and forth and you go out on dates and you come to a mutual decision that you actually want to spend time in a relationship together. No, mine Mm. was just literally jump straight in. No swimwear. Right, okay. Well, here... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it knows is that what that saying is straight in no somewhere somewhere isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's just the way you said it there. no I, I get what you're saying I think that especially when you meet someone and you really like them and you know things are going really well sometimes you just have to go fuck it like just go with the flow just see how, how it goes and stuff and yeah. sometimes it, they can be pretty intense sometimes like that's the thing like I, I find that, yeah, I would say that a lot of my relationships start off pretty intense, as mm-hmm. in we're really into each other. It's like like emotions are just all over the place. I have found that in the past that I get quite insecure mm-hmm. when I'm in that first phase mm-hmm. of the relationship. I think when I first meet someone, I have this anxiety that it's just all going to go to shit, yeah. even though it's never really went to shit before. I've only had a couple of experiences where it's like, went sour but when I when I met my my current boyfriend I was like the most insecure person over nothing like there Uh was nothing to be insecure about but I was just like it took me a while to kind of get that out of my head and just be comfortable in myself and comfortable in the relationship and not you know try to like uh, I don't know I was just I was just so insecure yeah no like I'm pretty sure like I was the same like for my first ever relationship I'd obviously I don't didn't know what way like I was I was like behaving do you know what I mean like I didn't know how to like handle being Mm -hmm. in a relationship and I like remember one night like going on Instagram and seeing that he liked another girl's picture right and there's me I'm like oh my god like you're liking somebody else's picture like what is that about and he was like that's my brother's girlfriend I was like oh my god I was like I am so insecure I was like I Mm -hmm. literally like it's it's one like of a picture who and I don't know any background to it like I don't really Mm -hmm. know even that much about him or like his life mm-hmm. back home because obviously we're in a different country and mm-hmm. it was just like that kind of conti- do you know what that actually continued throughout our whole relationship so it did like that you were I, quite insecure yeah, with him I don't think I ever fully felt like secure because I'm just I, I just that person 
I am just that person. Big yeah. insecure, silly sausage. Well, I think I think it's I think it's normal though. I mean, I I after the last time after sorry my current boyfriend after the feelings that I had at the start of the relationship, I remember I went to my mum and it's actually insane how down I was. Like I was mm-hmm. just like, and it was there was nothing wrong. I met him and I was just I was in a, we were in a really good place but for some reason meeting him and you know kind of liking him and the start of the relationship just brought out all these bad emotions of insecurity mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I remember like I remember at the time I had no idea what was going on I just thought that I was going through like a rough patch or whatever yeah. and I went to my mum and I was like I just feel like so shit even though there's nothing to feel shit about I'm I really like him I really like where this is going but I'm just so scared of it going to shit and I'm just mm-hmm. like I was just all over the place and she said she actually sat me down and she was like yeah that's because you're so insecure and yeah. I honestly it was like brand new information for me I was like what do you mean I'm insecure because I'm I'm a really confident person in yeah. general and if if you had a came to me with th- this scenario I would have been like Anya calm yourself down there's nothing going on there's nothing to worry about mm-hmm. I would be very good at giving that advice to someone else but I was in this Not position myself mm-hmm. and I remember my mom sent me down and she was like you need to calm down like you're you're just really insecure for no reason and mm-hmm. you know like you you just kind of need to look at yourself and go what is what is it that I have to be insecure about and that was that was the first realization that it was just a completely my own issue it was nothing that he was doing it's it was nothing that he could fix mm-hmm. I just had to calm the fuck down you know realize that whatever is going to happen in the relationship would happen not overthink it and just be confident in what I have to offer you know and not need that approval from him or you know what does he have to tell me he loves me like a hundred times a day for me to feel okay you know Uh and that was the that was really the point where I said no I can't do that like I'm not that type of person that is going to depend on that approval from him you know I need to be able to just shake this you know and get on with it and just trust that things will work out the way they're meant to work out yeah no I agree like I think it's it's totally natural to seek approval when you're sort of in a relationship like I do you know what so I I read this book on mindful relationships a while ago and because I Mm -hmm. knew we were coming on to do this podcast I picked it up right (laughs) and I just looked at it (laughs) a little bit of a right I'm actually sitting with it in front of me and there's um this whole section on like needing approval like when you're mm-hmm. in a relationship and you want to wow, see the I amount need to of, this. no you want to see the amount of things I've underlined oh my god <laughs> it's like literally like big red pen underlined it all being like this is me I need approval how do I get over this and all and oh honestly yeah and and then you need to like take a picture of it and send me it because obviously it's something that I needed at one point <laughs> <laughs> do you know what though it's it does teach you a lot but um I think so see with the approval thing as well like obviously people have their different ways of showing you sort of like their uh, like love for you or mm-hmm. your like like their want for you and stuff and I read uh-huh. a book recently um, that Sinead Hegarty wrote it was on relationships and she talks about um, like what your love language is uh-huh I've heard of this before but yeah tell me because I I've heard of it but I haven't looked into it it was such a good read and like there's five love languages which are words of affirmation so basically like saying like I love you and obviously confirming sort of like how you feel about someone mm-hmm. the other one is quality time obviously spending time with them um mm-hmm. one is receiving gifts which obviously people do to show their affection for you is like mm-hmm. like spend a lot of money or do like 
sentimental gifts or something for you mm-hmm. um acts of service is another one which is like obviously like oh i'm going to clean the kitchen for you make coming home to make you happy sort of show you how i love you by mm-hmm. going out and getting your shopping or stuff like that and then the other one was physical touch so obviously like okay. holding your hands and and like patting your back or rubbing your head mm-hmm. or something like that and for me personally like <clears throat> if that like quality time receiving gifts and acts of service like they weren't in it so much for me it was sort of words like I need that sort of you to tell me that you are into me or that you love me sort of thing and like the touching thing of it as well I am an absolute clingy bastard (laughs) why is that not a surprise (laughs) (laughs) reason number 242 in the book of why on your single (laughs) <laughs> no i i get that like uh so what is it again so it's affirmations which is like basically Words. you 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 feel good in a relationship if your partner is doing all the talking like yeah. the, you know that i love yous and the yeah. this and the that yes i i would say i would i would i would value that quite strongly in a relationship mm-hmm. um even if i yeah i yeah i would i 100 percent agree with that and then number two is what quality time quality time yeah i mean to be honest i wouldn't single out any single one of these um i think they all play a part in everybody's relationship yeah except for the 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 gift thing that i get really squeamish when people buy me stuff it really, like, really turns me yeah <laughs> i don't know like I, I it's different it, i would have to be with someone a, a good length of time and it would have to be something I don't know. I I I always say put the money down for us to go somewhere yeah. or do something. Yes. I hate, like see if you bought me a watch, I would vomit over I know. it. Like I'm all about the the gifts of like going and making memories instead of getting a fucking designer handbag or sort of of a course, purse. Even of course. A, I mean, even like, a bunch of flowers. Stuff's nice. Yes, flowers. Even a bunch stuff, of flowers. Like, I'm like, you could spend that money and take me to like fucking the cinema or something for a tenner. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm yeah yeah no i get you i get you but i I, i'm like that most of the most of the time i would i would never you know especially when it's like birthdays or you know whenever you're you're stuck for something to get i'm like just get a voucher don't buy Mm -hmm. me anything blingy or designer Mm -hmm. please for the love of god um and then the (laughs) other one the other one is touching yeah Yeah. i would say that i would be quite cuddly and quite you know touchy-feely and stuff Um, are you like pda like do you like pda no oh my god no i can't i can't stand it i can't stand it no do you know what it's weird because like see if I see it when I'm out I'm like uh you absolutely turned me like get off each other in a public place mm-hmm. but see like I've done yeah. it before like I am absolutely 100% guilty of doing it before and you don't even and think you don't realize it. yeah yeah until well, you see someone looking you at the corner of their eye being like oh my god <laughs> yeah like, we have this thing like <laughs> my boyfriend always tries to touch my like my butt when we're in public I always have to like slap him like he does it he does it to annoy me because I'm like stop trying to do that there's people behind us we're in a supermarket like I get really I get really annoyed about it but he he does it because he knows that it annoys me but it turns the life out of me I'm like get get away from me but like see even so see obviously when I'm like working when I'm working mods 
and there's people coming up to the counter and I'm trying to serve them and they won't get off each other. I'm like, look, I'm oh, trying to serve you here. No. Like, can you stop touching each other for like not point one second till I take your order? Like, and then yeah. the, you get up to the counter and um, it's like, it's, say it's a couple and and the boy's like obviously ordering and he's ordering with me and the girl's like looking at me in disgust being like, why are you talking to my boyfriend for? I'm like, I'm trying to serve him. Oh, have you had that? Yeah. Oh my God, I get it all the time. Stop. Swear to well, God. People are right on their people are right on their like coffee dates. Like mm-hmm. your first date, like if you think about it, your first date, you're probably gonna opt in for like a wee coffee. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's pretty casual. So you don't if they're get coming abs- there locked on the first date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if they're going there, they're probably in that wee like awkward phase. So mm-hmm. I'm here I'm sure you see a lot of first oh, dates. Oh, I've seen anyway. a lot of awkward first dates, like a lot. I oh, think when you're on a first date, your phone should be banned. Like, put it in a box or something. Because, see, the amount of people who I, like, see, sort of, like... And you can tell it's your first date because they're, like, awkwardly checking their phone. And, and like, when he goes to the toilet, she is literally, like, glued to her phone, being like, this is so awkward. And then she gets back and, I don't know, it's just, Yeah, like, she's probably texting all her mates, being like, this is shy. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> I've been in the boat myself, so I can't even say anything. <laughs> that's what it is yeah like i mean yeah oh god you would see some awkward scenes like Mm -hmm. so what are we moving on to anya (laughs) well i think we both have something in common where we have lived abroad and been in relationships so like i want to get your viewpoint on it like what do you think about like did you i actually don't even know anything about you living abroad and being in a relationship (laughs) yeah that's because i completely erased it from my memory on purpose oh. yeah because it was the most disastrous thing oh, i've God. ever experienced you put it in a wee no. box and headed far far away yeah buried it deep deep down the feelings don't i don't even remember him i don't know him have you here have you ever been in a position where someone's like um were you on such and such not a thing and you're like hey. <laughs> No one fine rightly. Like oh, what's the thing? You're like uh, I'm sorry, I have absolutely no recollection of who that person is. Oh god. I hate um, it when people my... bring up past relationships and you're like, Oh, this is so awkward. Like I I don't mind relationships. I hate whenever you chatted to someone on like Snapchat or you chatted to someone so briefly, you went on one date and like, you know, their mates or something say something and you're like, Oh my god, that was I couldn't like that was so fucking long ago, get over it. Mm-hmm. And like what is it about what is it about guys? I don't know if it's guys and girls, but guys will immediately tell someone if they've been chatting to a girl. Like, it's almost like a territorial thing. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just like a casual, hey, what's crack? You know, you know, whenever you're single and people like send you messages or whatever, and you're not really involved in the conversation, but Mm -hmm. somehow someone, it gets back to you that they've went and said, oh, yeah, we're chatting. And it's like such a territorial thing. And you're like, right, okay. Anyway, off topic. Um, what you were asking me about living abroad with my boyfriend, boyfriend. Yeah, this was, oh God, this was an absolute disaster anyway it was it was right okay so I it was it was a pretty rough time in my life at the time in general um I had in all honesty I I had just lost someone that was quite close to me um so I was quite vulnerable and just in a really low point um 
generally for myself at the time so my first reaction to this what was going on was I'm gonna go I'm gonna leave I'm gonna go travel and I'm gonna do so I went to America for a couple of weeks I went to America for like three weeks and went to New yeah. York and Chicago and Florida and stuff Cute. and then I flew home for two days and then went straight to Corfu okay. um it was back then I could I would have went um I would have went probably every summer um so I went to spend the season there I think it was May time and I met this guy and he was just he was just an absolute psychopath like um and I'm not even saying it with like I, I'm being deadly serious it was really? just such a toxic oh, it was God. just such a toxic mix um yeah. it really opened my eyes to the things that you you kind of, the things that kind of happen when you're vulnerable mm-hmm. um and the things that to a certain degree you let happen because you're in not a great frame of mind yeah. this all sounds really doom and gloom I know. <laughs> uh, it's like i'm sorry I, I, I like took took the vibe down a couple of notches but no th- this is actually what happened but here you know totally we'll in bring the past it back up again. don't worry honey. yeah we'll bring it we'll, we'll bring it back up um yeah so it was it was totally toxic um we moved from Corfu we stayed in Athens for a while I loved Athens hated him and then I ended up like fleeing the relationship and pretty much fleeing the country around November December time after I'd met him and maybe May so it wasn't Mm -hmm. a very long relationship but oh my god it 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 taught me a lot it taught me it taught me the good lessons did you learn um that uh just the all the kind of lessons on how to spot like a toxic relationship basically ones that are invaluable um things like you know there's there's a thing you know it's a complete and it's a total topic in itself i think um those types of relationships and how to spot you know someone that's not you know Mm -hmm. not treating you very well but for me it was just kind of like having boundaries and trusting myself to know that those are the boundaries for me so when you when you are in a relationship with someone that's not really treating you great what tends to happen is they use they use different ways to kind of make you feel like that's not the case and yeah. that you know you're kind of making it up or you're just imagining it um or it's like gaslighting mm-hmm. you know or you're you're the crazy one you've just completely made this up in your mind and they're not treating you bad it's you that thinks that they're treating you bad so it taught me a lot of lessons about spotting something that's bad for you and stop and and spotting a toxic relationship which to be honest at the time at the time because I was quite in a vulnerable position there was a certain part of me that let it happen because it sounds awful to say but I'm going to be honest it was better to be in that toxic relationship than to face what I what I was running away from yeah so in a way, for me, that time was a real, real learning curve, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad in a way that it happened because I learned so much from it. Yeah, you, you do be glad in a way. Like I could bash like all the bad times that I had in sort of my relationships, but there's no point because it has sort of made me into the person I am today with the values I have, and like the obviously like the understanding that I have of things now. But mm-hmm. like, see see like my first relationship it was so difficult for me because we did long distance for a good good while like and like that was probably the hardest thing ever ever Mm -hmm. for me mentally like it absolutely took everything for me to sort of continue on with it and oh for sure so how long so how long of the relationship was long distance and how long we was together so 
We, so we lived um, in Ibiza for sort of like mid in July maybe and lived in Ibiza until October and then we went home for a few months and mm-hmm. we went and lived in France together and did like a ski season there and mm-hmm. then like we, we travelled so much so we went back and did another season in Ibiza and then um, we ended up travelling Asia for a couple of months and, and when I was travelling Asia like we were fighting a lot when we were there mm-hmm. and obviously you're halfway across the world so it's really difficult but I sort of made the decision like he always asked me what I wanted to do in life and it put me under a lot of pressure a lot of times like asking me what I had no you have no goals in life and all of this and I was kind of like I don't actually have any goals but Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day I'm 20 years old and like I have plenty of time for that but I never I never would have thought about stuff like that then and or Mm -hmm. I never would have thought about like goal setting or like what direction I wanted my life to go and I was just sort of living as it came but like I felt so under pressure to sort of do something that I ended up like grafting a job in an estate agents and mm-hmm. I stayed at home while he went and lived in Ibiza for a season. So we were apart right. for like three months altogether and obviously he's over in Ibiza like partying and living the best life and I'm at home like working and, and just going about my normal life. So it was really, really hard for me like to deal with him sort of going out every night and not getting in until all hours of the morning and like I was I'm not joking I was a psycho like an absolute oh, psycho oh god like, like my insecurities that's that's probably a massive part of where they come from still now to this day mm-hmm. is like being in that position where I don't know what's going on for that amount of time and I don't know who he's with and all of that and like from mm-hmm. there it just sort of like spiralled and spiralled and it did become quite toxic like fighting all the time and all of this and then like we had a bit of a shock um I'm not going into too much detail but <laughs> he ended up um getting cancer and um oh God. so I was literally like after like being such in such a rocky place I was at like his beck and call like the whole time and was flying back because he wasn't from here so it was flying back mm-hmm. and forth and I completely changed my path to sort of suit him like I was supposed to go I got a job in Dubai to be mm-hmm. an estate agent and I was gonna go and I got like this massive loan to like go over right. there and live over there and um sort of all came to shit and I ended up spending the loan on fuck knows what like flights and driving lessons and getting a car so I could go live over there and um yeah it was just really really difficult and like within the space of like after he got the all clear within a month he broke up with me and it was like I oh sort of God. like yeah it was really really difficult to go through and looking back at it though like it's obviously taught me so so much but mm-hmm. like wouldn't wish it on anyone it to be honest. like such a roller coaster for the both of you uh it was honestly it was such a roller coaster and I don't know I don't know just one of them things I suppose I'm sure people mm-hmm. go through a lot worse but well here this is the thing you know you know you're both healthy now and happy you know so everything else just tends to work itself out but that that's I think that breakups whenever you are in kind of like when there's something going on you know other than just not a great relationship or there's you know there's underlying issues or anything mm-hmm. like or there's something happening in, in 
if there's anything happening in your personal lives it's just it's a difficult thing to manage you know yeah. all together you know i think it, it's just 10 times worse than there's other stuff going on um that's what i find you know some of some of my like my worst breakup was probably not in any way dramatic or in you know any way that you know something major was happening it was just how shit i felt at the time so the breakup came at probably the worst time for me personally because i just didn't have a lot of strength to like get over it like i Mm -hmm. had to you know muster every inch to like (laughs) move on and just like right okay we gotta do this so it's tough i've shed and breakups are like an entire different topic i think oh, like if we start God. talking about breakups we're just gonna be like, I, <laughs> no i nearly started crying there when i was telling you that story so we need to Aww. think of something more upbeat because i haven't <laughs> talked about that in so long oh, that was no, one of the things the you thing. put in the box and put at the back of your head yeah it's just like buried buried deep oh. away we're like triggering ourselves i know moment, like going Trigger. through all these relationship stuff um <laughs> Okay, so it's not all bad at the end of the day. <laughs> we got into a bit of a gloom. I know, that was so a gloomy day. Right, okay, let's pick it up. Right, so tell okay. me some things that you love about being in a relationship. Like, what are your highlights and the things that you enjoy most? Oh, interesting question. Um, I think, I don't think it's um, relationships in general. I'm going to talk about the relationship that I'm in now, just mm-hmm. because they're they're going to be different i mean for not for me now i feel like me me and my boyfriend we have we're very very similar like we've got very similar mindsets we're mm-hmm. very kind of driven both you know in our own ways for you know whether it's career or what it is that we want to do or you know things that we mm-hmm. want out of life and stuff so i for me at the minute the highlight is probably just being really level with someone that yeah. kind of understands why I'm so motivated the way I am and is really supportive of that and also how supportive he is in general about anything that I do like you know yourself when you know I don't know some relationships people it's like when when one person is doing stuff for themselves the other person gets a little bit intimidated by that mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know so there's been a lot of times you know in this relationship where I've been focusing a lot on what I'm doing for myself you know and mm-hmm. he has been a hundred percent a hundred and ten percent supportive of me doing that and even with this podcast I, I said to him I actually waited for a couple of days before I told him I don't know Did why I, yeah yeah after we had talked about it I, I almost didn't want to say it right away because I kind of wanted to prepare you know why we were doing I, I mm-hmm. almost like an explanation like mm-hmm. even though I didn't need one yeah um but I remember saying to him, yeah, um, got some news. We're going to do a podcast. And he went, good for you. Brilliant. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's nice. And like, it's, 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 I don't take that for granted because it could, well, you know, a lot of the times you meet people and it's like, but why would you want to do that for? Yeah. Um, scundered. Like, why, why would you want to put yourself out there for? So there, you know, I do really appreciate someone that's, that is supportive in that way. So, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting that's all nice. soppy. He's going to um, be listening to this, being all busy with himself. <laughs> how's, um, how's, like, obviously, no use here, sort of, like, isolating together for lockdown. Like, how's that going? Like, lockdown God help me. God help <laughs> anyone that is stuck in lockdown with their partner, no matter how good they get on, no matter how happy they are in the relationship. 
if you're in lockdown with your partner there is a hundred percent chance that you just want to murder each other <laughs> for just breathing like i can't even you know it, i think we've done pretty well i think that we've clashed a lot about nonsense mm-hmm. utter nonsense like it's not legitimate issues it's just sometimes we would fight because you know like someone said something the wrong way or like it's just like it's the the arguments that we have had have just been completely nonsense mm-hmm. <laughs> i have to tell you the story <laughs> i have to tell you the story he's gonna kill me for <laughs> but we had um we had a fight and um it was this oh you said this but i meant it that way but you didn't mean it that way no like all that yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. that has no substance whatsoever <laughs> it was just like in the heat of the moment yeah and um and he said right i am leaving and this is in the middle of lockdown so i was like i don't know where you're gonna go because <laughs> you can't go anywhere and he said and he was like right i'm getting all my stuff together so he got all his stuff together and he went and sat outside and he went and he knocked on the door and he says, get me my power hose. <laughs> so he was standing outside with like a suitcase. He was standing with a power hose <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> what was he going to do with the power hose? I, it was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He had no order. He was like, he was going to his mum's or something. But I was like, get back inside that power hose. Like, where the fuck do you think you're going? Oh, that is brilliant. Brilliant. But yeah, like if you're, yeah, the, the rela- relationship in lockdown, it's it's trying, it's testing. But the good thing is, I think that anybody that can come out the other end of this in one piece and seeing is going there's nothing that will get in their way i think yeah. like i'm confident that if we survive lockdown we could survive anything yeah i think like as well for a lot of people in lockdown relationships they'll kind of get a flavor of like whether they're actually want to be in it full time or not sort of thing like i was thinking oh like, it makes you question yeah it makes you question yeah a lot absolutely of like <laughs> if you if you can't live with them in lockdown like are you going to be able to live with them sort of post that post lockdown is post after post yeah it is yeah post post, post, post lockdown. lockdown but see the thing is with um me and him have been really super glued together since we met so although i'm saying that it's been tough and stuff like that there we've been quite fortunate in we work together so mm-hmm. we would go from working very very close together if if not in the same building but like very closely together go to work together come back from work together in the house together afterwards and like so we would spend a lot of time together regardless of lockdown so Mm -hmm. we were quite well prepared for this Mm -hmm. in a sense which we're really lucky for um because with him his and my temper it was just going to be a (laughs) disaster i can't picture you having a temper ah it's just it's the it's all it's just pointless stuff it's like (laughs) Why did you have to say it like that? Why couldn't you have just said... Do you, I, I'm going to tell you about another argument just so that you can get a wee bit of context about the bullshit we... <laughs> okay. It's just so funny, like, the things that you argue about in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Right, so basically we were in the car. Uh, I don't know where we were going. And then he said something like, oh, God, what was it? He was like, oh, yeah, I turned over. I turned over the song. He was playing songs off his phone. And I turned it over. And he said what did you do that for i was listening to that and i had a fucking meltdown i was like what could you not have just said why did you have to say it like that as in i purposely changed that song to annoy you why are you making out the be that i'm trying to annoy you for 
all you have to say was, oh, I was listening to that. And he says, that is what I said. And I went, it's not what you said. <laughs> I had a meltdown. <laughs> oh my God, you're a gig. Like, but this is literally some of the things that you find up <laughs> I think it's like the tensions are so high. The that tensions are so high. It's like you're trying to, oh God, it was actually so funny. And then I ended up, like I cried because I realized how ridiculous I was. And then I bust out laughing. But this is the thing, like we, I think um, we would be quite good at catching ourselves on right and quick mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that we although we do sometimes argue about stupid things it will be it will be very early on that we'll start laughing and we'll yeah. be like what the fuck are we even doing like this is yeah. so pointless you know so i have see, to appreciate that about yeah. it yeah and this like see with like regards to like sort of having arguments and fighting and all like see i've always been the type of person i obviously haven't been in a relationship for years but i always remember being sort of the type of person who is always the one to say sorry even if like i'm not in the wrong do you know what oh, i mean like oh no my I, ego wouldn't allow literally that. but like i was like i'm like a pushover like i'm like i i used to be able to let people walk all over me but obviously like i think i've changed so we'll see next time i'm in a relationship Oh, but yeah, no, I yeah. was always the one to try and keep the pace or like just be like, oh, great, let's put it to bed, like, sorry, and like, mm-hmm. like be the one to take hopefully they say sorry back, sort of thing. And like, it always happens, but I'm always the instigator. <laughs> oh, no, I'm the opposite. I'm like, you better apologize because I know I'm right. <laughs> like, but the thing is, we're both very like that, we're yeah. both very headstrong. Uh-huh. So, this is why sometimes we clash because, and then what I've actually discovered is it's it's not so much that either of us is wrong but I have found that our boundaries are completely different Mm -hmm. so I could say something in a way and he picks it up a completely different way than what I've meant it and vice versa so I I, what I've what I've figured out about our relationship is the way that I say it and the way that I have it in my head isn't the way he hears it yeah so yeah. and then and then he will do similar things to me and then i'll sit down and i'll be like but you got to understand the way that came across to me was this mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he'll say stuff like but if you haven't told me that and i'm not aware of that myself because that's not the way i would perceive it how am i in the wrong yeah. so it's it's such a tricky situation and i think it's i think it goes back to that kind of love language thing but maybe yeah. not you know strictly you know either gifts or but i think whenever you're you're in a relationship and you're trying to communicate with each mm-hmm. other there people people obviously have very very different you know boundaries of, of the way that they speak how they take things so it's about kind of understanding what the both of you are comfortable with and, and yeah. how best to get it across right so i was thinking right obviously i'm not in a relationship and like you are but like was there any sort of like do you have a deal breaker sort of thing for that person who you're with sort of like for me personally like I'd need my future partner to be open to go traveling right that's Mm, a deal breaker uh for me like if they don't like getting on planes and going abroad then I I can't be I can't I just can't do it sort of thing Uh do you have any um oh, i'm trying to think you've put me on the spot here um a and that's breaker, what this is all about <laughs> a deal breaker for me would be the type of people that are very kind of stuck in their ways that are kind of 
doing something and they're there's they're not really open-minded to either progressing with it or like going to new places or trying new things mm-hmm. like i always i'm i'm very yeah i that's a kind of turn off for me you know whenever you meet someone and they're very stuck in their ways and they're yeah, very yeah. stuck in their opinions and they're they're quite close-minded yeah um another one would be i i would say that i would i've always been quite attracted to that kind of like ambitious type mm-hmm. so people that kind of share the same values as me which is like you know progressing with your career or like traveling and you know i i like i i, I be more attracted to people that are kind of trying to do something you know yeah. trying to do something new totally. or you know trying to put themselves out mm-hmm. there so um another deal breaker deal breakers oh I bet you there's like a million, but I just there can't probably think of is, and you, been in a relationship you don't even realize. So you don't until like see now that I'm actively not act. Oh God, I'm definitely not actively looking. But obviously, like after open. our podcast last week, <laughs> I'm trying to be open, guys. After our podcast <laughs> last week, I went on sort of like Tinder and Hinge just to like oh just tell to us a, more about that. Okay, we no, need an update no. from this second podcast. Listen to me. There's no update because I got there and I was like two minutes in and I was like I am bored to death already I was like no <laughs> I was like hey how are you I was like nope see if you can't yeah. open with a, a, a good line or a good conversation for me it's a no-go like I need someone who can chat like I'm a chatty person mm-hmm. and like if, if it's just me doing all the talking I'm just like look no okay so other than a bad pickup line on hinge what are your deal breakers <sighs> this is gonna sound so bad because a lot of when you're on dating apps like that a lot of it's probably um what do you call that what do you call that when it's just looks shallow am i am i shallow (laughs) no like no No, i thought i thought you meant like what is it when someone only goes for looks oh right no as in like if i'm looking there and it's like mainly just pictures oh um... i'm like what puts me off is men who take pictures of themselves in the mirror right and I don't know why but because I do it like I don't that's that's completely sexist of me to say um like I'm not attracted to it but how are they gonna take a picture then if they don't really like selfies you have to fuck get someone to take a picture of you so you're telling me that or put it on the self-timer you're telling me that this great guy who is like total Bunter, and he he's taking a picture in the mirror, and you're gonna be like, nah. But I don't know if he's banter. <laughs> you would no. But listen, I don't know if he's banter because I don't give him a chance. Right? Oh, that's bad. No, I I know what you su- mean. Superficial. It's superficial of me to be literally just looking at people's looks and swiping. And mm. also another deal breaker for me is height. Like, mm, okay. I because you're t- you're tall. How, yeah, I'm how? tall. What's your height? Five eight, I think, just over. Ooh, uh-huh. But um, yeah, I just um, I just can't, just just one of them things that I I don't think I'll ever be able to do. But I I, I you never know. I still have an open yeah. mind. I'll be there. My mind is open. <clears throat> well, you never know. Um, the next time that you're thinking seriously about someone, I will definitely have to ask you whether or not they've taken their picture in the mirror or it's been a selfie. Oh God, that sounds so <laughs> bad. No, it's not really. I think that I uh, when I remember whenever whenever I was on Tinder, like you used to even people that were kind of nice looking, mm-hmm. you used to look at their photos and their profile and and know 
automatically that they were a serial Tinder dater. Yeah. Like you can tell that it's so they they've got it down to a T. Uh-huh. They've got the bio down to the T. They've got the pictures down to the T that shows them, you know, casual. It shows them with their maybe their parents, so they're loving. It shows them with their mates, so they're a fun. Dog. A so dog it's gets and a dog, yeah. So like they have their Tinder profile down mm-hmm. to a T. That puts me off because I'm like, if you have, you've obviously, you are obviously so good at this that you're like con- you're you're obviously got how did you get so good at tinder do you know what i mean so obviously what else is wrong that you haven't and, came off it <laughs> do you know what do you know what gets me most right is people who ask for your snapchat straight away i'm like you are Ugh. one of them do people, people who use snapchat well apparently so apparently i so. haven't used snapchat and in years it's literally like i know straight away if if they ask for it then they are sending the same snap to about 14 different people and seeing who hey replies. What are you Hey, you up? Hey, you up? Oh my God. I've definitely sent a few of them texts before. So, so what are you at, love? <laughs> I like the wee selfie you put up today. Stop. Stop. Oh my God. Remember we were talking about, um, like you haven't matched with someone, but they find you on, um, mm-hmm. Oh my god! Cringe. Literally, have had, had no. I've had three <laughs> messages already. What do you mean from who? so? From people who have I have not matched with. Uh, do you know what? I'm actually going to read it out to you. So I am. Um, I was like, oh. are you actually having me on? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so basically, they've they've seen you on Hinge and they've followed you. Yeah, yeah. That you're matching. Yeah, and I no got a message being like. Um, Hi, hello there. Just seen your profile on Tinder. Do you want to get to know each other? And his profile nope. picture is a car. <laughs> <laughs> and like, seriously, yeah, come on here. Yeah, you seem gorgeous. <laughs> like, please no, please no. Oh, God. It's like, hi, like, hi. They've obviously exhausted all resources of <laughs> being on that platform. They're the people who like, pay for Tinder gold. Oh my god. Oh, remember that? Oh god, I haven't been on it in so long. I forgot that even existed. Um, That's so funny. But yeah, we got off. We got completely off the relationship topic. I know, I know. But that sure, doesn't it's still kind of linked anyway. Yeah, um, I think we should probably wrap up now. But I want to ask you one question before we go. And okay. this is something that I love to hear from other people. Oh god. Right, what okay. is the best relationship advice you've ever received Mm. oh god see this is the thing I don't know if I this is something that I've received specifically from something Mm -hmm. but what I would take away um from I what I would always be mindful of Mm -hmm. is not don't lose yourself in the relationship and make Mm -hmm. sure that you are doing things for you that make you feel happy separately from your partner because there's a lot of things that you can do with your partner that can make you happy and that you can be completely fulfilled Mm -hmm. but I would always say have something that is sacred to you that belongs to you whether it's self-care or whether it's just a hobby or anything at all but just have a little bit of you always yep there we have it don't depend on other people for your happiness yes well that's pretty true that's pretty true and I think that's been an hour long and I think we <laughs> should wrap up now and it's been it's been great to get to know stuff about you that I 
because yeah, really enjoyed this one. We're obviously in this, and we, I don't know uh, very, very much about you at all, which is mm-hmm. such a lovely thing. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in again, and remember, we can. You can get this on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. Whoop, whoop. Woo. Thanks so, so much, everybody. Yeah, leave us a wee review if you can. Um, I think Apple and YouTube potentially are the only places you can actually leave mm-hmm. a review. But um, the more the merrier, as they say. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have anything, any questions or any anything that you want to you know, add into the podcast or anything that you want us to talk about, don't be afraid to send us a wee message or leave a wee comment on our Instagram. We love to hear from you. Um, so, yeah. We'll see you all next Monday. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.